We are reading 2 Samuel chapters 6 through 7, 1 Chronicles chapter 17, and Psalm 98 here on Commuter Bible OT. are reading chronologically, there will be a number of passages that cover the same event or span from different perspectives. Today, we'll read the account of the return of the ark that is covered in 1 Chronicles, followed by the Lord's covenant with David from both accounts. After King David reestablishes the tabernacle, he returns to his own home, a palace made of cedar, and thinks, why does God dwell in a tent, while I, a mere man, dwell in a palace? As his wheels begin to spin, he tells Nathan the prophet. Nathan tells David to go for it, but later receives a vision from the Lord. A son of David will build a house for God that will last forever. Second Samuel chapters 6 through 7 David again assembled all the fit young men in Israel, 30,000. He and all his troops set out to bring the Ark of God from Bala Judah. The Ark bears the name, the name of the Lord of armies, who is enthroned between the cherubim. They set the Ark of God on a new cart and transported it from Abinadab's house, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, sons of Abinadab, were guiding the cart and brought it with the Ark of God from Abinadab's house on the hill. Ahio walked in front of the Ark. David and the whole house of Israel were dancing before the Lord with all kinds of fir-wood instruments, lyres, harps, tambourines, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Uzzah reached out to the Ark of God and took hold of it, because the oxen had stumbled. Then the Lord's anger burned against Uzzah, and God struck him dead on the spot for his irreverence, and he died there next to the ark of God. David was angry because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah, so he named that place Outburst Against Uzzah, as it is today. David feared the Lord that day and said, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? So he was not willing to bring the ark of the Lord to the city of David. Instead, he diverted it to the house of Obed-Edom of Gath. The ark of the Lord remained in his house three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and his whole family. It was reported to David, The Lord has blessed Obed-Edom's family and all that belongs to him because of the Ark of God. So David went and had the Ark of God brought up from Obed-Edom's house to the city of David with rejoicing. When those carrying the Ark of the Lord advanced six steps, he sacrificed an ox and a fattened calf. David was dancing with all his might before the Lord, wearing a linen ephod. He and the whole house of Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sound of the ram's horn. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter Michael looked down from the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. 
they brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent David had pitched for it. Then David offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings in the Lord's presence. When David had finished offering the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of armies. Then he distributed a loaf of bread, a date cake, and a raisin cake to each one in the entire Israelite community, both men and women. Then all the people went home. When David returned home to bless his household, Saul's daughter Michael came out to meet him. How the king of Israel honored himself today, she said. He exposed himself today in the sight of the slave girls of his subjects like a vulgar person would expose himself. David replied to Michael, It was before the Lord who chose me over your father and his whole family to appoint me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. I will dance before the Lord and I will dishonor myself and humble myself even more. However, by the slave girls you spoke about, I will be honored. And Saul's daughter Michael had no child to the day of her death. When the king had settled into his palace and the Lord had given him rest on every side from all his enemies, the king said to the prophet Nathan, Look, I am living in a cedar house while the ark of God sits inside tent curtains. So Nathan told the king, Go and do all that is on your mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan. Go to my servant David and say, This is what the Lord says. Are you to build me a house to dwell in? From the time I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until today, I have not dwelt in a house. Instead, I have been moving around with a tent as my dwelling. In all my journeys with all the Israelites, have I ever spoken a word to one of the tribal leaders of Israel, whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, asking, 
Why haven't you built me a house of cedar? So now, this is what you are to say to my servant David. This is what the Lord of armies says. I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. I will make a great name for you, like that of the greatest on earth. I will designate a place for my people Israel and plant them, so that they may live there and not be disturbed again. Evildoers will not continue to oppress them as they have done ever since the day I ordered judges to be over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you, The Lord himself will make a house for you. When your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up after you your descendant who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will discipline him with a rod of men and blows from mortals. But my faithful love will never leave him as it did when I removed it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and kingdom will endure before me forever, and your throne will be established forever. Nathan reported all these words and this entire vision to David. Then King David went in, sat in the Lord's presence, and said, Who am I, Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? What you have done so far was a little thing to you, Lord God. For you have also spoken about your servant's house in the distant future. And this is a revelation for mankind, Lord God. What more can David say to you? You know your servant, Lord God. Because of your word and according to your will, you have revealed all these great things to your servant. That is why you are great, Lord God. There is no one like you, and there is no God beside you, as all we have heard confirms. And who is like your people, Israel? God came to one nation on earth in order to redeem a people for himself to make a name for himself, and to perform for them great and awesome acts, driving out nations and their gods before your people you redeemed for yourself from Egypt. You established your people Israel to be your own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. Now, Lord God, Fulfill the promise forever that you have made to your servant and his house. Do as you have promised, so that your name will be exalted forever when it is said, The Lord of armies is God over Israel. 
The house of your servant David will be established before you, since you, Lord of armies, God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant when you said, I will build a house for you. Therefore, your servant has found the courage to pray this prayer to you. Lord God, you are God. Your words are true. And you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, please bless your servant's house so that it will continue before you forever. For you, Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing, your servant's house will be blessed forever. First Chronicles chapter 17 When David had settled into his palace, he said to the prophet Nathan, Look, I am living in a cedar house, while the ark of the Lord's covenant is under tent curtains. So Nathan told David, Do all that is on your mind, for God is with you. But that night the word of God came to Nathan. Go to David my servant and say, This is what the Lord says. You are not the one to build me a house to dwell in. From the time I brought Israel out of Egypt until today, I have not dwelt in a house. Instead, I have moved from one tent site to another, and from one tabernacle location to another. In all my journeys throughout Israel, have I ever spoken a word to even one of the judges of Israel, whom I commanded to shepherd my people, asking, Why haven't you built me a house of cedar? Now this is what you are to say to my servant David. This is what the Lord of armies says. I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. I will make a name for you like that of the greatest on the earth. I will designate a place for my people Israel and plant them, so that they may live there and not be disturbed again. Evildoers will not continue to oppress them as they have done ever since the day I ordered judges to be over my people Israel. I will also subdue all your enemies. Furthermore, I declare to you that the Lord himself will build a house for you. When your time comes to be with your ancestors, I will raise up after you your descendant, who is one of your own sons, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. I will not remove my faithful love from him as I removed it from the one who was before you. I will appoint him over my house and my kingdom forever. And his throne will be established forever. Nathan reported all these words and this entire vision to David. Then King David went in, sat in the Lord's presence, and said, 
Who am I, Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? This was a little thing to you, God, for you have spoken about your servant's house in the distant future. You regard me as a man of distinction, Lord God. What more can David say to you for honoring your servant? You know your servant. Lord, you have done this whole great thing, making known all these great promises for the sake of your servant and according to your will. Lord, there is no one like you, and there is no God besides you, as all we have heard confirms. And who is like your people Israel? God, you came to one nation on earth to redeem a people for yourself, to make a name for yourself through great and awesome works. By driving out nations before your people, you redeemed from Egypt. You made your people Israel your own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. Now, Lord, let the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and his house be confirmed forever, and do as you have promised. Let your name be confirmed and magnified forever in the saying, The Lord of armies, the God of Israel, is God over Israel. May the house of your servant David be established before you. Since you, my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build him a house, your servant has found courage to pray in your presence. Lord, you indeed are God, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. So now, you have been pleased to bless your servant's house that it may continue before you forever. For you, Lord, have blessed it, and it is blessed forever. Psalm 98 Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has performed wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have won him victory. The Lord has made his victory known. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen our God's victory. Let the whole earth shout to the Lord. Be jubilant, shout for joy, and sing. Sing to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and melodious song. With trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn, shout triumphantly in the presence of the Lord our King. Let the sea and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it, resound. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains shout together for joy before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world righteously and the peoples fairly. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. 
Thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know Him, and He will make your paths straight. Music